Welcome to the Shintaido of America podcast. Shintaido is an amazing form of health exercise and body movement practice inspired by martial arts, a non-combative training system for mind and body invented by Japanese martial artists in the 1960s. Shintaido can be a way to open up to a deeper connection with ourselves, with our community, and with nature. In season one of the podcast, I'll be reading from the book Shintaido, The Body is a Message of the Universe, by the founder of Shintaido, Hiroyuki Aoki. But before I jump into that, I have a favor to ask. Shintaido of America produces this podcast and other educational materials on a shoestring budget. There are many things you can do to help, and the most important one is that if you like this podcast, tell people about us, share it on your social media, and give us a good rating on whatever platform you're using to listen to this. You can find links to this podcast, sign up for our free email newsletter, and find many other free resources at our website, www.shintaido.org. That's www.shintaido.org. Hi, welcome to Episode 8 of the Shintaido of America podcast. I'm Shintaido instructor David Franklin. What is cutting? This question, which seems simple, reminds us of a koan, the genre of seemingly nonsensical questions or proverbs used as teaching occasions in Zen Buddhism. Might there be such a thing as a physical koan, a question outlined in the language of body movement? Even more mysterious than this question is Aoki's response, the locus of the swing of the sword is itself a sign, a statement that begs more questions than it answers. This points to a difference between Shintaido and classical martial arts, a fundamental change in the basic assumptions needed to solve a problem and in the conception of the very nature of the problem itself is sometimes called a paradigm shift. Here we get just a glimpse into the paradigm shift that happened for Aoki in the quest to invent Shintaido. As I mentioned, our podcast today is like an audiobook. I'll be reading from the book Shintaido, The Body is a Message of the Universe, by the founder of Shintaido, Hiroyuki Aoki. Okay, ready? Here we go. Chapter 2, Section 6. The locus of one swing of the sword is itself a sign. Stripping away spirituality. After the Second World War, Japanese nationalism, which found its ultimate expression in emperor worship, was suddenly and completely destroyed. As a result, most Japanese suffered a loss of confidence and sense of direction. Following the war, the Japanese martial arts were suppressed by the occupying forces as methods of killing. During my boyhood, I remember how surprised I was when I saw a strange thing called Shinai Kyogi, bamboo stick fighting, practiced by kendo students in defiance of this ruling. I believe General MacArthur was very astute when he banned the martial arts in order to weaken the Japanese people physically and spiritually, a condition we call koshinuke, roughly a loss of will to continue or fight. 
All martial artists should re-examine the fact that they willingly joined the forces of nationalism, thereby creating a bad impression among the occupying Americans who could only understand martial arts by comparing them to their own sports. Martial artists should always keep in mind and begin from Sekiyun's idea that we are human beings, so that the crossing of our swords should be different from animal fighting, whose main concern is to kill the enemy. Until the end of World War II, the actual expression of most martial arts never reached Sekiyun's standard. On the contrary, they were most certainly inferior to his ideas, regardless of the ornate theories later associated with them. Even today, I am afraid that some movements in the martial arts are proceeding in the same mistaken direction of earlier times. I wonder how their proponents would reassure me. While I do not believe it is wrong for them to subscribe to the spirit of wa, peace or harmony, a concept deriving from Nihon Shoki, a myth of Japanese origins, which was revived by Motori Norinaga during the Edo period. In today's global age, martial artists should avoid the attractions of narrow-minded nationalism. In its place, we must find a genuine patriotism based on the spirit of daiwa, or great harmony, which is created by the simple and natural movement of the sword. The spirit of daiwa leads naturally to the love of truth, the love of one's neighbor, and harmonious relations among all human beings. Mr. Junzo Sasamori has written in his book, Itoryu Gokyu, The Secret of Itoryu, that we must always move forward, passing through traditional kata and masters who have handed them down to us. I believe we must study more and more deeply the real and hidden meaning of these words. How did the spirit of the sword lose its real meaning? Perhaps because it became too spiritual. My reason for saying this can be found in the sadistic tendencies of today's college martial arts clubs. In these clubs, the philosophy is very lofty, but the actual practice borders on sadism. What has led to this turn of events? One apparent reason is that most martial arts were created and developed during the Edo period, when our country was isolated and its inhabitants prohibited from looking outwards. As a result, most techniques, movements, and theories came from inner research, whereby some exceptional martial artists could attain a level of complete freedom or non-attachment. So ordinary people could imagine only tight fists, concentrated hara, and overall tension throughout the body when they heard the term martial arts. It is very easy to illustrate what I mean. For example, let any Japanese hold a wooden sword. As soon as he grasps it, his face gets contracted and serious, his knuckles turn white, his arms are glued to his sides, and he begins a strange toe dance. I know it is almost impossible to wield a real sword using this kind of form. However, in each of our bodies there flows the blood and culture of our ancestors, for better or for worse. On the other hand, let the same person hold a baseball bat and suddenly his arms and shoulders relax, his eyes focus on the imaginary pitcher, his hips become soft, 
and he begins a rhythmical motion as he awaits the imaginary pitch. Every technique or movement of the martial arts should be similar to those of the batter. As long as human beings are involved, basic and correct movement should not be different from other types of athletic activities. I cannot believe that only the martial arts must be hard and unnatural. If Japanese martial arts have acquired a dark reputation because of the divorce between spiritual explanation and actual conditions, how can we reinfuse them with a new light? If we tried to attach bamboo to a wooden base, putting new wine in old wineskins, in the name of modernization, we would never succeed. In this case, there was only one way, to strip away all spiritual explanations which had been added after the creation of various techniques. I tried to remove all spiritual gloss until we could reach a zero point. In the process of compiling the Encyclopedia of Karate Do Kata, I had studied and experienced the traditional forms until I was completely sated. This was a kind of ecumenical karate, embracing all schools and styles. It was almost the same as studying many different martial arts. This experience prevented me from making critical errors based on a limited number of examples, and at the same time I gained the open-mindedness and confidence to observe any form, technique, or movement objectively as an outsider. As a result of this study, in addition to daily kumite practice, practice with one or more partners, I arrived at a single conclusion several years later. What is kiru? Cutting. The locus of one swing of the sword is itself a sign. Only that, nothing more. Whenever we talk about the martial arts, we usually think of strength or weakness or spiritual exercise and concentration. But denying this way of thinking, simply swing the sword. Denying all emotions, simply swing the sword like a machine or robot. Mr. Ueshiba, the founder of Aikido, and my teacher, Mr. Egami, used to say that 70% of martial arts movement is found in tsuki, thrust or punch, and the remaining 30% is throwing. For me, however, even that important tsuki was reduced to the simple formula. Tsuki is forward movement of the fist from the hip. Finally, the day came when the meaning of all techniques became zero for me, and at this point, my consciousness was also empty whenever I employed them. I was able to experience the original movements as pure forms, free from all spiritual explanations and theories. Whenever I practiced attack and defense techniques in this manner, I found that the pure original movement was still useful in our age, and that was my purpose and the direction of my studies. Along with their long history, I found many impurities in the ideas and movements that had been handed down to us from our ancestors. On the other hand, I also recognized how high their spiritual level was in many cases. By making a clean slate of all martial arts movements and reducing them to simple physical actions, little by little, I was able to place them in their true perspective. 
The Japanese, in particular, have a tendency to focus on one kata and load it with special meaning to the point of sanctifying it. But to really study the mind of our teacher, or teacher's teacher, or the teaching of the ancient masters, we must copy their forms simply without excessive reverence or preconception. If we can approach them in this way, I am sure the original mind of the founders will naturally come back to us, into our bodies, through the forms themselves. Thus, even though we are living in today's modern world, it may be possible to re-experience their philosophy and teaching. Unless we are geniuses, we cannot hope for more than this. It is very important for us to have a creative life, but if we study properly, we do not all have to be geniuses. It is true that when we correct the center of our life or practice, we can naturally correct everything related to it. Just as sunlight brings the darkness to light and gives life to what had been dead, many errors can be gradually dissolved, revealing the original shapes which had been obscured. The explanation of this theory may be easy to understand, but becoming zero is a totally revolutionary concept in the martial arts world. When something disappeared from my technique, from my body, many superfluous ideas simultaneously melted away. When my body and mind became zero, new understanding and ideas about nature entered, completely different from my earlier understanding. It sounded like a slow rhythm coming from a very deep and dark world. William Blake once wrote, When the doors of perception are cleansed, everything will appear infinite and holy, whereas it now appears finite and corrupt. In other words, it might be said that consciousness dwells in the room of perception. If we wish to make his idea a reality, then we must open the doors of that room and liberate our consciousness to the outside where there is fresh new space. Then we will see the whole world in a new light. I believe Gauguin once said that painting is a two-dimensional world of methodically systematized color. In the same way, any practitioner who wants to study the real and original meaning of kata should reduce them to zero, removing all spiritual accessories. When the forms, techniques, and movements, thus purified, become simple actions, having passed through the space of nothingness, an observer will experience a direct response. The real mind and spirit of the technique will naturally come out of the form. We should not add spiritual explanation to the movement. It will come naturally, at first vaguely, and later very clearly. With mind, body, and technique unencumbered by philosophizing, it was easy for me to hear the original voice of natural movements. I then understood that what we needed at this time was not a martial arts movement that was constrained by tense shoulders, clenched fists, and a tight hara, but rather one in which our hands and bodies are open to our partner and our neighbor in a gesture of respect, forgiveness, and acceptance. What is required is a martial art which allows us to start from this idea. A martial art of today must be a means of developing a new philosophy, allowing people all over the world to understand and help each other. 
it must contribute to the education of the universal human with a global point of view. I clearly understood this idea during my practice. I believe our age is about to see the dawn of a new culture. Whenever I asked myself what was needed for this new age or what kind of philosophy was required for people living in a global community, my mind, body, and technique, in a state of emptiness, sometimes vibrated with a heavenly response and sometimes to something coming from deep within my being. Afterwards, new techniques, forms, and movements came forth, one by one. From the ancient past to the present, there has always been one great truism for the practicing artist. The secret never comes to us unless we go to it first. So I had to grope my way ahead, step by step, through trial and error. When we consider our lives from a cosmic point of view that embraces a universe whose dimensions are measured in millions of light years, our lifetime becomes a teeny speck under a microscope. But this teeny micropoint is more important for us than the larger cosmos. This is, I believe, the fate of all human beings. We are destined to wander and grope for some truth in our short lives. I realize that Sekiyun transcended the usual understanding of life and death. Before we reach this point, however, the key to our lives is to live and die, to be humble before truth, to open ourselves physically and mentally, and to develop as much as possible. Furthermore, we should not act as a hindrance to those who are trying to grow. Rather, we should be supporting them. After World War II, the Japanese received a democratic government, as well as freedom of thought, speech, and assembly. We did not win what was most urgent and necessary for us. It was given to us. If each of us really wants to be free, we have to experience the battle of personal liberation, a difficult task, especially for the Japanese. In this way, we will realize the true value of freedom of thought and expression in our lives and, at the same time, understand the value and importance of our lives from a different perspective. The poem of each person's life is created only for themselves, but it can strike a common chord in the hearts of all. To arrive at that kind of self-expression, I tried to strip away all preconceptions, even the most minute, and I sought to make my entire being zero in every detail. You've been listening to Episode 8 of the Shintaido of America podcast, a reading from the book Shintaido, The Body is a Message of the Universe by Hiroyuki Aoki. If you enjoyed today's podcast, the most important thing you can do to help is to tell people about us. Share the podcast on your social media and give us a good rating on whatever platform you're using to listen to this. Shintaido of America is a member-supported nonprofit organization, and there are many ways to support our truly micro-budget production of educational materials. And I really mean that. We produce a huge amount of content on volunteer power, but some things just require a few bucks in the bank. So make a donation or become a member of Shintaido of America. You can do that 
Sign up for our free email newsletter and also find all kinds of free educational resources at our website, www.shintaido.org. That's whiskey, whiskey, whiskey. Sierra Hotel India November, Tango Alpha India, Delta Oscar. Oscar Romeo Golf. You can also find us on Instagram, on Facebook, and on YouTube by searching for Shintaido of America, and our email address is podcast at shintaido.org. Our episode today was recorded and edited by me, David Franklin, with support from Sarah Baker, Connie Borden, Teresa Soldatova, Jim Sterling, the Joe Zawilski Memorial Fund, and of course, the members of Shintaido of America. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Shintaido of America podcast. I'm Shintaido instructor David Franklin. Contents of this podcast, copyright Shintaido of America 2022. Shintaido, opening to life.